Okay, dude. You gotta know about this uh, show. Two New Yorkers and a furry. Yeah. <laughs> they do walk into a bar, though, don't they? They do. There is a bar scene. <laughs> oh, no. Unfortunately, oh. the rest of it is sad, not funny. No. It's brutal. It's like... He kills the bird. You hear it, it happen. Like, that was some old yeller. What? That was bad. Was like, my oh god. my god, the look on Wolfie's face. I mean, I would have looked like oh. that too if I were in that situation. Wolfie's oh my god. Was a- Trigger warning in this episode for discussion of self-harm and suicide. Welcome to You Got to Know. It is Bo. And Rat. I think the wind is picking up on the mic. Oh my god. I think the wind is picking up on the mic. Oh my god. I deeply apologize to everyone. Well, it, we are recording this like a couple days before Halloween, so yeah. it sets the vibe for us. <laughs> it, the vibe will not, the vibe will be off yeah. when we're actually uploading this, but like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a you problem, gamers. <laughs> is this the whole plot somehow? No, no, no. There's two... Okay. So it should be episode 7 and episode 8. I hate... Why is IMDb like this? Now I understand why you have to fight for your life just to, like, (laughs) get this thing to do (laughs) I apologize in advance. I've never... Oh, in advance. I've (laughs) never opened up the summary because I'm the one doing the reading this time. Because I can read. You don't use IMDb? No. I'm on there every day. This is the first time I've ever even opened the IMDb website. Oh my god! How? I'm just like this, bro. I... This is deeply confusing. Okay. These feel like... These feel like they should be longer. It's like a paragraph. Yeah, there's, um... I know, there's two, two, but like... They're both very short. But that's also because uh, we... Yeah, we um, usually do a lot of talking and you read kind of slow. No yeah. offense. No, I am I am a slow... I mm-hmm. am a very slow talker. <laughs> I like the... I like when you cut that one off. You just... I am a slow... I am... You're a what? You're a what, Bessie? You're a what? What do you think? Finish the sentence. What do you think? <laughs> Finish the sentence. Wouldn't you like to know, weather boy? Okay. Okay. I've got the, the summary open now, so I can read. <laughs> so we're gonna watch the Las Vegas baby episode. The Las Vegas baby Las episode. Vegas baby. There's a baby with like a oh martini and like sitting on a throne of poker chips. That's, okay, that's the episode. No, because like this came out in 2000. So I was like four or five when I watched this for the first time. I have established that in previous episodes. Um, this episode legitimately ruined Las Vegas for me as a kid. I wish Las Vegas looked like this. Like, I, you know, I was very young when I watched this for the first time. And it was a like, a, it was like a near annual thing for my mom and I to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and... When, uh, we were, like, I think 8 to 10, 11 years old, um, my 
Or no, we had to be younger than that. We had to be like six to nine years old. A child. Um, my mm-hmm. big sister, who's been on the podcast before, uh, and I used to stay with our grandma in Vegas when she lived there. And legitimately, the fact that like the there was no restaurants that at least we could get into that looked like the ones in Tenth Kingdom. There was no casinos that looked like the ones in Tenth Kingdom. Oh my god! Because yeah, there's a casino in this episode. Of course I there's a casino. I was so disappointed that, that the Jackrabbit jackpot wasn't a real thing. That was, oh my god. And. Oh my god. And the bar. Oh. The bar. Okay. The, the Seven Dwarves bar. That bar, it reminded me of. It looks like a diamond cave. It reminded me because Tony and the prince mm. were at the bar. A man and his dog just having oh. a drink together. And it reminded me of our Dandy campaign yeah. where, where Thistle was a dog, and so Thistle and, and Thistle and Cyan were just hanging out, just mm-hmm. being bros, except one of the bros was literally yeah. walking on all fours and looked like an, an ordinary but unusually colored wolf. And I just, seeing, uh, seeing the prince and Tony <clears throat> sitting at the bar, it's like... That's what it would have looked like yeah. to the people who saw our characters just <laughs> sitting there together. It's like oh. a dude and his dog sitting at the bar. I treasure the fact that not only was it just a man and his dog friendship, it's a rogue and cleric friendship. Rogue and cleric friendship. <clears throat> and the rogue is the dog. <laughs> it was- it's so good. <laughs> I cherish the friendship between... Uh, those two characters. It's oh. delightful. And then there's Koshk in the corner of the bar crying into his ale. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> your character was the sad loner. Oh god, all of these are gonna come up when we get to the sci-fi season. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I am a piece of nerd, and every D&D character I end up playing for our games... Or is based on a character from Deep Space Nine. <laughs> it could be worse. You could be playing characters based on your personas. Oh, you f- But furry. I'm doing. I God, I'm so glad that we're gonna be coming back to that party. Oh my God, I cannot wait. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you guys to meet Clay, my new character. It's going to be because Koshki died. <laughs> Rip, rest in piss. Yeah, it's a whole thing. He died in the final, like, yeah. the final boss fight. Final by. Bi- bi- well, to be fair, so did Thistle, but yeah. Thistle... Transported just, to the Feywilds. Just got sent to the Feywilds because yeah. changeling moment. Oh, we sh- we need to get back, back on, on topic. topic. Back on topic. Oh okay. my god. It's been so long since we've played. It has been. Okay, anyways. The team reaches Kissing Town, the place where Snow White was saved from her deadly sleep by a prince's kiss. They all be- begin gambling to get enough money to buy the mirror, in capitalize, the mirror, from an auction house. Wolf hits a jackpot, but decided to win Virginia's love. <laughs> so he spends oh all God. of his money on a singing engagement ring, which... The CGI for the singing engagement ring was really creepy, by the way. That's funny because um, I actually have it in my notes that, like, I watched this uh, growing up. This is the first time I've watched it where the rings 
like I was actively aware that they were CGI. Like my suspension of disbelief, yeah, or my suspension the, of belief was finally broken. The engagement <laughs> ring was not the only one that was animated yeah, because and there was many talking rings. There was only one singing ring. There were a lot of talking rings, and all of them looked weird. But there were. Uh, was the box of rings, all the animated yeah. ones, was that the talking ones? Yeah. Yeah. And they were, like, bouncing around, like, pick me, pick me, pick Yeah, me. yeah, that, it, 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 it looked icky. Yeah, like, it was, it was very funny looking, and, like, I couldn't help but just, like, watching the pearl, because, okay, 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 let's explain it in a little more detail, so... They you guys have missed out on a lot of the talking about yeah. like, the casino okay. thing, too. Because... But we are having a moment about the CGI. Yeah. So. Okay, because you also read really fast. <laughs> I do read really fast. <laughs> now you know why I read, like, the whole box set that I had of Artemis Fowl in, like, two months. In math yeah. class, I got in trouble for it a lot. They tried to nice. take away my books. I almost bit the teacher. As you should. As I should. Anyway. They get to Kissing Town. They find the mirror. Mirror is discovered to be magical, and its price bumps up. Mm-hmm. So... That happened at the end yes. of the last episode. Yes. They had made it to Kissing Town yeah. last episode, and we talked about that. Yeah, so that's the context of what's going on. They need to get at least 5,000 Wendells. And they only <laughs> have 30 between yeah. all of them. So, they all And the real split. Wendell, yeah. of course. <laughs> there was a dog. Uh, so they split it up. Everyone gets 10 Wendells, and they have to go into the casino. But Virginia also makes the real Wendell uh, a sign that he is a lucky gambling dog and would like to split the earnings 50-50. Which I don't know why anyone would actually honor that, but also this is a fairy tale universe. This is a fairy tale universe, and, like, he is, like, a person in mm-hmm. a dog body, so I'm sure he could act enough like a person in a dog's body that they would believe that there would be consequences if mm-hmm. they scammed yeah. the dog. <laughs> um, and so in this, uh, Wolfie has a moment. Wolfie has a moment. Because Wolfie, uh, if all this goes right, is going to lose Virginia and oh my god, he can't lose Virginia Get it together, man. Get it together, man. <laughs> he has an internal argument with himself yeah. about it. Like, because this man is straight up like, if I lose Virginia, I'll... Trigger warning. Oh, yeah. There are Super a, slide. There are a lot of suicide jokes in there this episode. Are. There are... Most of them are wolfy, right? If not all no, of them? No, no. Um, there are only two that I at least remember and made note of. Uh, one is from... An opening part we haven't gotten to with uh, the dog and the evil queen in the castle. The other one is oh, with yeah. Wolfie. I yeah, that. yeah, because um, over with evil queen, uh, the dog is done with his royal le- lessons, so he decides to threaten to kill himself, and 
like has a new setup and everything made out of bed sheets and is making his demands. I like how there's all these people in there. They had yeah. to like helped him or something. Like Why someone they... could have stopped him. Somebody could have stopped him. Why were they helping him? Like obviously um, they had to. I don't think that man could no, have tried anything. No, not if he tried. Um, and. So the evil queen calls his bluff and pushes the chair. She pushes the chair? Yeah. She is cold as ice in this episode. We will get to some of her other later. She, God, we had to fucking pause the episode. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, there was a moment. But yeah, there, there's a lot of suicide jokes in this episode because Wolfie straight up thinks that, you know... He can help Virginia go, but of course, as soon as she leaves, he's gonna have to kill himself. Because there's nothing left here for me to live for. Dramatic. The, the, and it's not even just that. It's just how flippant this show is. Oh yeah, my like god. Yeah, like, straight up, it's like, Cause, no change in tone at all. He's just like, yeah. oh, I'll have to kill myself. Because. In the same tone that he's been yeah. talking the whole time. Because, like, like, and it's not just the suicide stuff. There is... A self-harm joke in there, too. Also, there were... Okay. While we were watching this, <laughs> we are currently... You can probably hear it. Yeah. It is so windy right now. Yeah. And there were a lot of graphical oh, errors. God. It was horrifying. It was horrifying because, like, it would do, like, that TikTok filter thing. Oh, where, yeah. like, the image, like, glitches out, pixelates, and then something else pulls out from yeah. the glitching. Ugh. It was doing that, but... Only on the moving people. Yeah. Only on the people, usually Ooh. on their faces. Yeah. It was really creepy. Um, but yeah, there And also it kept freezing. Yeah. So, I was just like... Like, the audio was still playing, but it took a minute for yeah. the uh, footage to... Yeah, because there would be like ten... We've been having connection issues all week. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it is so windy outside. I literally chose not to bike here today because it was so windy. Yeah. It, it was f***ed up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there there is a scene. We'll have context later as to why. But the trolls... Uh, well, the trolls get ungolded. They get ungolded, and... which I'm, I still am like... They were like about to be melted down, I think. Yeah. They were being sold in the it, auction. It's pretty much implied that... Oh yeah, because they're sold at auction too. But it's pretty because much they're... implied that like it was just a gold coating. Yeah. It was like a magical gold coating. It wasn't actually gold through yeah. and through. Which makes far more sense. Yeah. Um, and so they get free. And for certain reasons, they're grieving in the last half of this episode. And the, one of them is just straight up, like, self-harming as they're just walking along and have, like, mental breakdowns. And mm -hmm. it, it's... Every time I have what rewatched so... this since I became aware of that kind of there of like mental even, like, illness. A change there yeah, either. it was all played completely for comedy and like ever since I became like aware of a person aware as a person of like mental health struggles and like self-harm and depression and stuff ever since I like had a concept of that 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 scene has just made me feel like it, really it's, icky. It's really an icky feeling scene, just, like, in general. Yeah. The vibes are off there. Like, yeah. Like, the vibes are really off. 
And, like, it speaks so much to the era. Yeah. Because, like, this... Haha! Super slide funny. Yeah. Yeah. Cringe. Um. But. Yeah. Anyway. But. Yeah. But back to... Back to that. Las Vegas baby. Las Vegas baby. Where... Oh, my God. Is debating, because he has... Now he has enough gold. Oh yeah, to because solve wait, pro- we didn't even get to that point. Oh yeah. Um, Virginia runs out of what money really quick. Um, Wolfie though chooses to go to a high stakes, low reward jackrabbit jackpot, where basically mm-hmm. like it's one Wendell, but you're always gonna lose. No one had ever, ever, ever gotten the jackpot. He gets the jackpot. <laughs> As you do. And he hides it from Virginia. Mm-hmm. And he decides, you know what, they only need, they only need, five, or no, I think it was only 4,000, not even 5,000. It was like 4,000. No, that was 5,000. No, they ended oh. up getting 5,000. Oh, yeah, um, Tony was busy yeah. playing card games yeah. and absolutely killing it. But then he loses, but you know who doesn't? Wendell. The good luck dog. The good luck dog who is sitting under the table next to the lady who was absolutely yeah. kicking Tony's ass war. Yeah. And so they win that money. But Wolfie won uh, the $10,000. Yeah. And Wolfie decides, you know what? They only need the 4000 I can use the rest to, to, you know, that we only need this much. We can use the rest to buy the mirror and I can use this portion of it to get engagement gifts to propose to Virginia. Oh yeah, while all this is going on, somebody else (laughs) who is there next to Wolfie also collecting a decent amount of winnings is casually mentioned. Mm -hmm. This will be brought up later. (laughs) God. Also, spoiler alert, the Huntsman is there. Oh yeah, he's there the whole time. He's there lurking in the background the whole time. He's in the clock tower. Yeah. Well, no, he's also in the auction house. Yeah, too. but but um, most of the times they show him or imply to show him it's the clock tower, yeah. which we do later find out is where his hideout is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, no. The only time I ever looked, he was like around town doing his things. Yeah, but there are multiple. Yeah. You yeah, there are you multiple weren't scenes. looking. I wasn't. You weren't looking, bro. I wasn't looking, but there were plenty of scenes where I was looking, yeah. and the man was. Not in just the clock lurking. Tower. He was out doing stuff. Yeah. So Wolfie specifically does like four things. He gets a carriage with a live band on top, a live orchestral band on top. He also gets them uh, dinner, and it's like the chef assumes that it's for like twelve people. And it's just for two. Oh, beans. Um, and it's, like, the most expensive restaurant in town. And he, like, barged in in the middle of the night to demand this of him and to rent out the entire restaurant for a night. Oh, my God. And the last thing he does is go get the rings. Which is where the creepy CGI rings come in. Which... Because uh, th- I I adore the ring shop. I, the ring shop is beautiful and so and good. hilarious. Beautiful because and so good and hilarious. I love the clocks. Oh. The clocks. Oh, oh my god. The clocks. 
in one of the scenes, there's just this wall absolutely covered in cuckoo clocks. Mm -hmm. And as Wolfie comes in, he's interrupted, his request to buy a ring is interrupted yeah. by the cuckoo clocks chiming. Every single one of them is chiming in sync. Yeah. Except, Except for one. one. At the very end, Except at the one. very end of all the clocks chiming, the one that's a bit slow goes off. <gasps> and the the guy working the counter at the ring shop takes the clock off the wall, goes into the back room, and then you can hear him kill the bird. It's brutal. It's like... He kills the bird. You hear it, it happen. Like, that was some old yeller. It was! That was bad. He was just like, my oh god. Oh my god, the look on Wolfie's face. I mean, I would have looked like oh. that too if I were in that situation. Wolfie oh my knew god. what was up. I forgot. Uh, my favorite part of him renting out the restaurant, though, was, um, you know, this guy was like, oh, you know, this must be such wonderful girl. And he's like, yeah, I'll do my best. And he's like, great. My date's from another dimension, so no slipping. <laughs> uh, but that then leads, yes, to the ring shop where this dude is just After. milking him. Oh, absolutely. Wolfie oh got my scammed God. so hard. Because this dude just keeps implying that if he gets the inferior ring, then he's implying Virginia's inferior, so he should spend his last 7,000 Wendells, all of his remaining money... Mm -hmm. on this singing ring, which I will say the display, like, it comes out of this giant, like, stupidly big container The container thing. is massive. And it's the container all is floral. like a foot and a half across. And there's just all these pearls. The most ornate, like, princess type, it's like, princess gorgeous. jewelry box And it, like, style. pulls up and out of itself, and there is just this little gold clamshell. Clamshell. And it opens, and it's a little singing pearl ring that is, it's like, magically so suspended. Magically suspended, but it is so... I want that ring box. The ring box is really pretty. The ring itself, it is so creepy. It, I don't know, the way oh. they animated it... And the voice. The voice makes me want to bite somebody. But, like, the way that they animated it reminds me of, like... An animatronic almost, mm. but it's CGI. Yeah. With like the uncanny valley movement of an animatronic. Yeah. It is so just eh. eh. I don't like it. Oh, how I linger to be. Also, the ring could linger. not shut the f up. <laughs> Wolfie tried so hard to get the ring to shut the f up. Oh my god. And it just wouldn't. I would have wanted it to shut the f up too. Honestly, like, my first thought when that scene happened was that, like, I would absolutely hate any kind of jewelry that talked. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a lot of, like, little fake light-up swords yeah. that I got at the fair and, like, wands and stuff that play mm -hmm. a little sound when you push the button. I got them for the lights, but every single time I get something like that, I take a needle and I stab out the speaker. <laughs> I gouge out the speaker because oh I just my God. hate it when things make noise like that. Bro. And I would just, the thought of that, having like a ring that talked, would just like, Ugh. I don't mm -hmm. like it. I don't like it. Just get one of the lights up, man. It'll be better. Yeah. God, I just adore that ring, though. Y you're looking up pictures of it, aren't you? No. No. 
I do find it funny that in that scene we get Virginia being called quirky when she is the most she is so normal. normal. She is the most normal, basic She's New so York normal. girl. But in by their world standards, that's that's quirky. That is quirky. She is very quirky compared to them. Oh, oh yeah. And there are so many cheesy effects in Kissing Town. But here's the thing that I love about it: about these weird heart trailing butterflies that no one seems to acknowledge but are definitely actually there. Yeah. And all of like these uh like audio stings that happen that everyone reacts to. Every single effect like visual or auditory that like, is in this show. Real in the setting. They are happening. The characters can hear them it is, too. It is within I hate that I can't remember what the, like, nerdy fur film... Nerdy fur... The nerdy fur what, The The nerdy film term. The nerdy film term. God. The nerdy what, bro? Yeah. <sighs> Firm is one of those words that you yeah. can't accidentally say. You have sort to Sort of like stroke. It. And yet Which they say... Insane! Oh my god. I felt like I was going to have one myself with how many times I said the word. It's like how when we were doing yoga all the time and the yoga YouTuber kept saying juicy in one video. She said it like three times and it felt weird. And they say it like three times in this episode. Because like the first one is the dog when he's with um, the evil queen and he's like threatening to kill himself. Um... He says, he's, he says, because he's like, how can I, I'm a dog, I deserve, and it should be, like, really emotional, honestly, yeah. because, like, yeah, this dude is traumatized from being forced to be a human. Yeah. But, but he, he specifically says, says, how can I stroke myself? How am I supposed to stroke myself? Like, uh, I can tell you one way, but it certainly oh, would not be appropriate for God. this show. I didn't even make a note. Oh, yeah, no, um... And what's funny is that Princey, Wendell says that, too, like, they're, they're hiking later in this episode, and Tony and him get ahead of Virginia, and so they're just sitting there hanging out, and uh, just say pet, just say pet. He kept asking for Tony to stroke him, because it's the way they say it. It is the way that they say it. God, I can't even remember what... I can't the rest. remember what the third one was either. I, I think, think it was Wolfie. <laughs> but he's it might I might be thinking about when he said it in the beanstalk. Yeah. Um oh, he mm. said that about his tail. Yeah. Give it a stroke. That one was a oh. that one was a very clear yes. innuendo. Which I don't like the fact that they continued to use yeah. the word that they used in an obvious innuendo, yeah. which uh. had to be intentional. Uh, it had to be intentional. You know what? Uh, fuck it. Let me. I'm taking another <laughs> rip for that. <laughs> you can't uh, handle all the stroking, bro. Uh, to be fair, I can't either. But but also, I didn't mean okay, to take damage. This so. is made worse by one scene in particular, and it is when Wolf finally goes to take Virginia on this date, and Wendell, in his dog form, when they're sitting at the, the Seven Dwarves bar, keeps telling. Tony, that he's gonna have uh, her on her back in no time. He literally You're kissing her virginity goodbye. The dog Gross. tells. Gross. The dog tells Tony. 
He's going to have her on her back in no time. That's what he says. Literally, the final line of the scene is you're kissing her virginity goodbye. This is so gross. It is so gross. She's 21. I also think it's really fucking funny that the prince is saying this, too. Like, like. And dude, she's a 21-year-old slut chick from 2000 slut New York. I, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. I still think it's really... It, it's, oh it's, my god. It's so funny thinking of like, again, changeling D&D player here. I keep thinking, okay, he's a dog now, but what would it look like if the the, like the person Wendell... Oh person god, Wendell yeah. That I, makes it... Worse. It makes it funnier to me because the prince does not yeah. look like the kind of person who would say that, but he obviously is. Yeah! It's so funny. It's just like oh. when people look at me and they see the unicorn hoodie and think, <laughs> and then I say, F-. But it's also, so, it, it doesn't help it. that when we do see the actual actor that's voicing the dog, he's playing a dog still. Yeah. He's just... He, yeah, he's playing a dog in a human body. Also, there was one moment where, okay, it's later, but Wendell stands in front of a mirror, dog oh, Wendell, yeah. and you can see the, oh, yeah! you can see his person form in the mirror standing on all fours, which, that is something that I thought about while I was rotating Thistle in my mind. Like, if, like, that even came up mm-hmm. when he was in a in, in dog form, and we walked through an anti-magic shield. Oh, yeah. And he was turned back into his normal form, which is a person, mm-hmm. and because he was walking on all fours and is suddenly not built to walk <laughs> on all fours, he falls on his face. But, like, I think about that. I think yeah. about, like, this... Being a dog and walking and standing like a dog would look so strange yeah. if a person were doing it. And then people keep bringing it yeah. up in this. Yeah. It's like, okay, but, like, what makes all of that worse is the fact that this dog is actually a really good actor. The dog is a really good actor. I fully believe that is what this dog is saying. Yeah, we're just getting a glimpse into the internal monologue of this dog. The look on his face. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I what a talented boy. After spending all of his money on the singing engagement ring and other presents for Virginia... They go to the auction, and mm-hmm. the huntsman outbids them at the auction. Oh, God. And then blackmails Tony. If Tony doesn't give him the prince, he will smash the mirror. Virginia, like, the whole mirror scene. Yeah. And then the bar scene happened yeah. before the date. Yeah. Where Wolf intends to propose to Virginia. Virginia is mad at Wolf for lying because he told them oh. that. He told. Oh, this scene hurts. This scene physically hurts because there's like. This is why I don't watch shows yeah. because of things oh, like this. Because, like, here's the thing Was what Wolfie did wrong? Yes. Absolutely. But that doesn't change that this scene is deeply relatable yeah. in, like, a lot of ways, like, on both ends. Mm-hmm. And just having that moment of like oh god the, the gut moment. punch oh, oh. it's so painful because Kimberly Williams Paisley and Scott Cohen are such good actors they are this scene like genuinely felt like a gut wrenching betrayal on both sides and following that up 
with Wolfie sulking like he did wrong. That doesn't change that. God, he's so good at portraying exactly how crushed this man is in that moment. Absolutely. Oh, it is painful. He is so crushed that when the queen makes contact with him again, he gives up resisting mm-hmm. to her and it's just like okay I'll I'll help you again yeah, because she has been tormenting him this entire series this whole time she has been Ugh. making him look at mirrors just to try to get him back on her side yeah and this is what did it this is what gave Ugh. her the leverage to convince him to start working yeah. with her again Ugh. and then the party splits mhm yep uh because uh, <sighs> uh, more pain, more uh, pain. Yeah, because Tony <laughs> essentially decides, okay, we're gonna get that mirror back, we're- so we're going to <laughs> pretend to give what the Huntsman Prince, and so, he ties so- a loose knot. Uh, <laughs> when he leaves, Wolf or not Wolf Prince. I can't help but but find this scenario a little bit familiar. You know, the whole tying a loose knot so the dog can escape. I swear to God, I didn't do that because of Tenth Kingdom! I know, but it's still very funny that this exact scenario is what- this was our first crime in our first D&D campaign. Yeah. We we committed fraud by selling the changeling to a guy who was going to turn them into a pelt because they were purple. Yeah, and, like, that whole thing just happened because Thistle started out the campaign as a wolf. Yeah. And it took a very long time for anybody to see anything other than a wolf, except for the hands. <laughs> I loved that. But... Yeah, for most of the campaign, Thistle was just a wolf mm-hmm. until, like, halfway through, I think, is yeah. when, like, he the was buns. something else, when he became a creepy rabbit person. Yeah. But, um. yeah, we we sold the dog because N- NPCs kept offering to buy the dog. And we wanted the money. We needed the money because the, the other two players had been robbed. Yeah. And, and Thistle is a dog that people keep offering to buy, so... Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Bo's character played yeah. the owner of the dog, uh-huh. selling the dog, and yeah. then the dog, who is a person and can have hands, escapes. Yeah. Which, same situation, except this dog can't have hands, so no. they tied a, a loose knot around him, and then he hightailed it out of there. Isn't this where they find that the huntsman has killed... The dude, or was that no, before? No, okay. Uh, that was how the Huntsman earlier, yeah, was early, able to outfit yeah. them, because he killed the dude. Yeah, he who, killed the friendly elf that's been popping up here and there throughout the episode. The friendly elf who was cashing in his winnings next to Wolfie, yeah. where Wolfie was also waiting to cash yeah. in his. And that is how the Huntsman was able to outbid them on mm-hmm. the mirror. Um, but, but yeah, yeah no, so... He, 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 he did. Yeah. So, Elf Dead, that's how he gets the money to outbid them and get the mirror. Uh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. The crowd of people that show up as the real prince is escaping, the dog prince, 
is because the prince dog yeah. in the carriage with the evil oh, queen yeah. has just arrived okay. to the town. And we need to give a little backstory to that, too. Because this uh, oh, uh, synopsis... Oh, yeah, that was after the moment. This synopsis um, overlooks the activities of the queen. Because the next day, after the incident with the dog, she decides his human that classes need to, yeah, um, the, the, uh, they decide the human, uh, lessons need to be moved up. And so he has to learn to ride a horse. This does not go well. He ends up 30 miles away in an orchard (laughs) being housed by some peasants who now know that he's a dog in the prince's body. So you know something bad's about to happen yeah. to them. So, as this is happening, Relish is still on his campaign. And so the queen decides... Yeah, have we actually mentioned what Relish is up to? Oh yeah, he's trying to conquer the fourth kingdom for himself. And he's doing a damn good job, Oh too. yeah. Um, and so because of this, the queen needs some advisement. So she travels to... I love this effect. Oh. She travels to the spookiest looking house in the woods where the evil queen of Snow White's story is left in the basement as a desiccated corpse. She has to step through a mirror and the effects... Oh my god. The effects for this are so cool. There's like She's a little like point, jumping through mirrors. There's like a little oh. point where like this little green orb has to jump through like three different mirrors that are all like lined yeah. up together. And then it's through so, the window. Through mm. the window. It's so cool. I and love it. And the sound it. effect for it is so crisp. Yeah. I love it. It's delicious. And so the evil queen gets advisement from her mentor, the evil queen. She was mentored by the original evil queen of Snow White's story and and essentially tells her to deal with the, the troll king. The old ways are sometimes the right ways and gives her a poisoned rotting apple. The apple wasn't even really rotting. It was, it was like, there was spots. There were spots on it. It was gross. It was gross. but like It bled. The apple did bleed, but it looked like a relatively fine, huh. if not a little bit aged apple. Yeah. Uh. My child. <laughs> and, oh. So, the queen sets up to meet Relish at the orchard. She gets there. And she gets ambushed because an hour before she got there, the troll king got there with <laughs> uh, the troll king got there an hour earlier so his men could hide from her and they could ambush her. But here's the thing, she got there an hour earlier and poisoned all the apples Which and everyone starts Dying. They were eating them while they were walking through the orchard. And, oh, and she has, like, this full-on, like, villain speech of just, like, you know, poison is a bit of a science to me, and if I had timed this just right, I should have the upper hand, and everyone just starts dropping like flies, and, and she... Relishes oh. dying 
front of her, mouth oh. agape, and she shoves Sh the poison <laughs> apple in yeah. his mouth. Girl boss. Guess what? Gatekeep girl scene, boss. God, she scared the f out of me when I was a kid. Valid. Like, that scene killed me to the f***ing core when that I was a kid. Was so Oh my god. Oh my god. It Do you know so what it's powerful. like to just be like a little four year old and they're like, what the f? That is when the four year old <laughs> learned what <laughs> meant. Oh no, I did know. Yeah, I, I, I know, but I, still. I knew like... how to use it. I explained it to my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you explained f to your mother. My mother. To be fair, children, <laughs> children get the meaning of f And this was a what the f moment even if you're four <laughs> my poor mother just learned the most ridiculous things out of me out of about me out of the blue as a child like i i just was able to perfectly explain like the context and ways to use different swear words or like the time that i just casually compared a scooby-doo movie to interview with the vampire it's the autism <laughs> But I was left unsupervised. Also, I like how the summary of this episode, the the end of this short paragraph is, the evil queen plans to kill the troll king with a poisoned apple. And that doesn't even encapsulate, oh my god. It completely leaves out, like, it goes straight from, Tony comes out with a plan to get the mirror and save the prince, to the evil queen plans to kill the troll king with a poisoned apple. Like, okay! But you're missing a lot! You're also missing how she also murders the peasants. Oh, and she cuts the troll king's head off. And when the prince sees the dog with his uh, body coming through Kissing Town, because there's the group procession that gives him the chance to escape, Dog Prince is holding the troll king's head and waving it out the window. Oh my god. Ah. Uh. It's just... It, it really was just, like, a, it was, it, like, a whole thing. That whole scene with, like, the prince running away through the crowd, only to look up and see his body waving the troll king's head in celebration. And then at the same time, Tony accidentally tripped one of the huntsman's traps when he went into the clock tower while he was distracted because of course the mirror was trapped and now he's trapped in the clock tower until the huntsman gets back and can let him out because he's locked from the outside so he decides to take the mirror out onto the roof which to be fair he was doing just fine for a while but then of course he's on a roof so once he loses control of the mirror it slides down oh, yeah. and shatters right in front of virginia Oh. Who has just run away from Wolfie, having gotten pissed at him for lying about having the money to outbid anyone for the mirror. Yeah. And it just shatters right in front oh, of yeah. her. I hated the, the vibe of this episode. Just It is everything that I hate about a show. And immediately after that, we find out that Tony is now cursed with bad luck Which of and there's a is. sound effect that predates it like there before every incidence of bad luck there's like the trampoline of horses and everyone reacts to it tony reacts to it yet then there's another scene where he's actively talking about it but virginia doesn't seem to hear it and just thinks he's being a dick about it 
but the villagers could hear it before. Maybe she actually, like, can't hear or see these things. Oh, that would make sense with the Snow White scene. Yeah, because there are a lot of scenes in, um, Kissing Town where there's these little butterflies that are animated and they're dropping hearts around everywhere. And, like, it's implied because people are reacting to them that they can see them. They are around Virginia and Wolfie a lot, but Virginia never seems to react to them. Like, I have a theory that perhaps she doesn't actually notice the weird ambient music and effects that everybody else can. Like, she that, just can't see that them. That makes sense, honestly. Okay. And so, after all that, they end up taking the pieces of the mirror and discovering that there is a maker stamp on the back. Manufactured by the dwarves of Dragon Mountain. Yep. So that's where they go. Dragon Mountain. Yep. On this journey, uh, the prince starts to go into dog mode. Oh, big dog mode. Big dog mode. He's big bone. He's shifting into dog mode. Big there is a scene. They go and camp, and the prince finds, while they are asleep, he goes out and he finds a big bone. It's that like is, a giant It is um, a giant arm bone. bone from it a is, dragon. That it's bone so is the- oh, it is so fake. It's, it's like, like plaster. the length of the dog yeah. carrying it. And it's, like, obviously made out of styrofoam or plaster. Oh, absolutely. It's beautiful. And so is the dragon skull they come upon yes. when he shows them where he found it. And they find the dwarves- I really hope y'all can't hear my cat eating, like, five feet away she from us. She needs a bib. Like, her neck She really like does. all up in that. She is so fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. I have to groom that. Get that baby a bib. <laughs> baby need bib. If she would let me put one on her, I would. <laughs> <laughs> they go to... Yeah. They go to the uh, the dwarves who are making God, the mirrors. God, I love the first tunnel, though. where oh. Because the entrance to the cave is a dragon skull. And it's, like, so fake looking. But the interior is the rib cage. It's so cool. And, like, the spine is on the roof. They are walking oh through my God. dragon's rib cage. And then, of course, there's more instances of Tony having bad luck when they have to go down a chute to get there, and he hits his head repeatedly. He hits his head repeatedly. And the trolls end up hitting their heads, too, when they follow them in. Fuck. Maybe the trolls have bad luck, too. Just forever. They're just like yeah. that. Um, oh yeah, and that's why they were grieving and we had the self-harm joke earlier. Because, because their dad is dead. Yeah, they just got ungolded only to find out, oh, their dad is dead. <sighs> yeah. Um, and the queen told them that it was Virginia and Tony that did it, so yeah. that they'll go kill them. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, they end up going to the dwarves, and that is when we get Wendell with the mirror, because they manufacture... Uh, magic mirrors. Magic mirrors with extra, quick, yeah, extra ex quick. Extra quick quicksilver. Extra quick quicksilver because regular quicksilver isn't fast enough for magic. I wonder if that was real mercury in the bottle of quicksilver that, that he cool. held up. I'm pretty sure it had to have been. Yeah. Because, like, there's not, like, I can't think of a single liquid that looks like mercury except for mercury. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, back then they probably would have just had some yeah. around. Yeah. Um, uh, and with that, they end up, what, talking to a magic mirror that only talks in rhymes. Which they're not good at. No, and so they talk to it to figure out, um, what they the where, yeah, where, to yeah, where to get the other magic mirror. One of them is at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. One because, of them is broken. Yeah. 
Because that broken one that they had was one of three. One of three. Um, and coincidentally, the other one is in the possession of the evil queen. Yeah. Uh, but then Madlock strikes again. Every single mirror gets annihilated. He because of Tony. Because of Tony and his bad luck. Oh, yeah. And bad it, luck. God, yeah. So they end up running away. And he has more bad luck and falls in a shaft and breaks his goddamn back. Which, I mean, goddamn, that is some bad luck. Yeah, like, I am so sorry, dude. Yeah, it's like, if the thing hadn't happened later that made that not happen, or at least fixed it. Yeah. Then he he would straight up probably have died there. Yeah. While looking for help, Virginia and Prince find Snow White's grave and the oh, legendary God, yeah. Snow White herself. That's where the summary ends. Yeah. So. I, I didn't oh, even need to God. read that. I just remembered it. Yeah. So there's this little rhyme around it and you see frozen in this chunk of ice, Snow White. And I, I love the beautiful. Dress. Oh my god. The dress is beautiful, but the yeah. cave she is oh in. Oh my god. It's also, like pure white. The purest Arctic. the purest oh. white like frost covered cave. It looks like the inside of the supermarket freezer when they keep not letting it freeze yeah. all the way and then it gets oh. covered in the like super like crispy, super like thick and f- mm-hmm. the frost it looks like super fluffy. Yeah. That's what it's it looked like. It's gorgeous. It was so beautiful. And the only clear ice is the ice that's encapsulating Snow White, which looks rather young for <laughs> having had this long and fruitful reign as queen, she but whatever. Um and she is wearing like my favorite design for a Snow White dress. It is like this black bodice and she has these like white flowing sleeves and skirt and there's this trim and She's it is just so, so gorgeously cut and fitted to the it actress. Was just the best dress. They made and her they made her look so ethereal. She's she, she just oh. ethereal, benevolent fairy godmother. That's she, how she, she described it. Yeah, like she, she literally cuz Snow White appears to Virginia and Her she, body disappears yeah. from inside the ice and she steps out of a doorway in the cave. And she literally says, you know, oh, my thing now is the occasional fairy godmother appearance. But also, here's the like thing. Here's the thing about Snow White that I never really processed before now. That I had just kind of taken advantage until I was really thinking about this show in the context of coming out in 2000. And realizing that they cast a fat woman to play the fairest they of them did. all. It is her. Um Cameron Net Mannheim from Ghost Whisperer. She she's uh Melinda's uh, best friend in later seasons and she's Snow White and she's fucking gorgeous. She's so pretty. I want her to be my fair god. <laughs> and like she it's just such a sweet scene between her and Virginia, and it's the first time someone has, like, she essentially says the exact same thing everyone has said to Virginia up until this point, but it finally kind of gets through to her, and she's finally starting to kind of understand, because this is also the first time someone's come at her kindly and empathetically. Mm -hmm. 
and is like genuinely looking out for her best interest and it is the sweetest scene it's so nice and uh everything about this scene is yeah, just so nice cuz she's literally just telling her the story of snow white she's telling her like the brother's grim version mm-hmm. i think it is where she gets the bodice and then she gets the poison comb and then it's the apple and she's like talking about the emotional toll that her story had on her mm-hmm. and what it was like for her own mother like her stepmother but still her mother to want her dead mm-hmm. um and it is just so excruciating to watch it it's like it it hit it hurts it hurts <laughs> this whole conversation hurts <laughs> Everything about this episode hurts. In so many different ways. Oh my god. That's the thing about it. It's like, this is the good hurt. Where it's like, I'm just emotional. It is just a lot of emotion at once. Cry about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, at the end of her encounter with Snow White... She, uh, Snow White is like, I will grant you one wish. Uh-huh. And she and makes two. <laughs> she makes two, but she gets the extra one because she's wishing for Tony's back to not be broken. And, and for her and, bad luck. The bad luck to be yeah, gone. The first thing she wishes that is that his bad luck is over. But then she wishes that his back wasn't broken. Mm-hmm. And of course, she gets both of those because, I mean, if somebody asked me to unbreak someone's back and I had the power to do that, I would. Yeah. And she then gives her the warning that Tony's life is in danger now and she's gotta go now. And so she's just like, but which way do I go? And so I just, no, just, just go. Yeah. You'll find the way. And she does. Yeah. She finds the way. And she uses her burnt out torch to clobber the huntsman. Absolutely just, just smites him. Just annihilates him. And they're able to, yeah, and they're able to run. And another thing she got with the, uh, Snow White was a magic mirror. A little magic mirror. And I don't remember exactly what it was that she asked the mirror, um, but she asks the mirror a question. She asks to show her the fairest of them all. She did? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Um. Or show me the fairest in the land. Yeah. And it shows her the evil queen... Here's the thing. She recognizes the evil queen. This is the first time she has seen the evil queen this entire time. It's her mom. It's her mother! I was right! (laughs) I was right! I was right. Not in the way that I thought it would be, but I was. I knew she was related to somebody in the lore. I thought she was, like, gonna be biologically related to Snow White. Yeah. But... I was wrong. Just thematically. I was wrong on that part, but she is definitely related to Snow White by lore. Yeah. she She's thematically Snow White. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. She She's very much set up. She is the parallel. Yeah. There, there's a lot to them that's kind of parallel. Like, Snow White literally says, you're gonna be like me one day. Yeah. Um... And, yeah, they see her, and she starts confronting her father, like, you told me she was in Miami. It's like, Tony was just like, I had to tell you something, because, like, to be fair, her mom disappeared. Her mom disappeared, and even if Tony had known where she went, like, what the f*** would he say? Yeah. She's in fairy tale land now. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, that's not a good explanation to somebody who has not been exposed to this lore. And we do get, like, the briefest look at the night that she disappeared, but all we see for now is her... Uh, well, we get a shot of her, you know, tucking Virginia into bed. And Virginia's in an apple bedspread, of course. Um, of course. We get a shot of what her giving Virginia a bath because she was, like, six years old. But it's, like, piping hot, and she's really roughhousing her daughter. And the third is her running into traffic and trying to run away from the apartment building. And, like, man, like frantically... Trying to get away. Yeah. That's all we see of it thus That's far. all we see. I so thought, there's a lot to imply. There's a lot that could be happening there. There's yeah. a lot going on. It is, at the moment, it is very open-ended. And we have, like, one more episode after yeah. this, don't we? one more. And I'm so excited. Because, listen, this, I would say, is my favorite episode <laughs> because I adore Kissing Town. The whole aesthetic is um, really nice. Everything all the buildings, about it. The I want casino, that bar. The bar, the casino, the... The wedding like, cake, this, everything was so this good. Kissing Town and the Seven Dwarfs Bar specifically just ruined yeah. like bars for me. Like, why would I want to go somewhere when I could go? Like, I've I've been just, to like golf clubs. That I've bar been to was so nice. bars. I don't care. They're not the Seven Dwarfs Bar. Oh my god! And the it was. The thing that specifically made me think of of the D&D characters was that the, the, the bar stool was big enough for the prince to yeah. sit on comfortably. At the, at the, the dog pre- is sitting at the bar! The dog is sitting at the bar, and it's just like, oh, hey, that looks familiar. Next time on You Got to Know. Cut to three days later. Oh my god, I actually missed that part. Yeah! I missed... I- how long it had been. I thought yeah, it was she slept for like several days. Yeah. Ooh. God damn it. Sorry. I'm stacking. Give me a lemon one. That! <laughs> it's during the singing ring moment that we get the horrible reveal that Wolfie can smell that Virginia's. Uh, we'll Vir- talk about that next episode. <laughs> I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to You Got to Know. Be sure to share with your friends and family. Music by Kevin McLeod.